I'm Mike Vardy, and this is the Productivityist Podcast. Thanks for joining me this week, everybody. I'm Mike Vardy, and this week we have uh, another Pearson on the show. So if you've been listening to the back catalog, we have J- Jonathan Pearson on the show this this time around. We had Taylor Pearson on the show before, and they are two very distinctly different people, but Jonathan is a, he's a pastor. He's the co-creator of MillennialLeader.com, and he's written a new book, Um called the productive pastor handbook so he's a pastor and he's a he's a productivity fan and there's nothing i like more than as you know sitting down with somebody who is into productivity and being able to talk about not only how they kind of approach their work and their lives and all that stuff but also how they do it in their particular vocation and a pastor obviously a a specific vocation that we haven't really touched on here before so we're going to dive in so uh this is it. This is this is the episode here. You're going to hear me and Jonathan talk, and I'll be back after we uh, have our discussion to wrap things up. So again, thanks for listening, and enjoy the show. And thanks for joining me on the show today. Thank you so much. Glad to be here. I, I've had a chance to give your book a, a bit of a one, so I haven't dived in, you know, and it's funny, the last few interviews I've had with authors, I'm like, if you read the book, um, it's it, I'm kind of doing the John Stewart thing. No, I haven't really read the book in its entirety, but... The, the the title the product the productive pastor handbook is it, it, it drew my attention right away because um, you're obviously a productivity fan you want to make sure you get more yes. more done and more out of life so tell me first off what what compelled you to kind of put this out there because I mean there are a lot of productivity books out there maybe not so much that I have the the pastor element to it so like what elements of that uh, are going to be critical for people who are picking this up like if they're if they're a pastor or if they're uh, you know whatever like how can this translate not just to people who are in that that kind of vocation as well as people outside of that vocation? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. You know, I think um, a lot of a lot of us and most of the people that listen to your podcast are probably uh, leaders of some sort. Um, and so, you know, good leaders. I mean, it's 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 widely known inside and outside of the church, quote unquote, that good leaders impact people. And so, one of the things that I wanted to do with the Productive Pastor Handbook is, of course, hit the niche of pastors um, because I think there's a lot of pastors out there overwhelmed, but just leaders in general that um, are overwhelmed with all they have to do. But at the end of the day, our goal as as good leaders is to impact people. Um, you know, no matter what um, what you do, no matter what your business is, no matter what you're leading, at the end of the day, you want to impact people, and that's what a good leader does. They have that heart to to change lives and to impact people in a better society and better culture around them. And so, really, the where this kind of conversation started was based on that idea: is how can we organize the stuff that we have to do, which we all do stuff that we don't want to do, but that we have to do the 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 task, the the menial the medial stuff, the repeating stuff, that sort of stuff. How can we best organize that? So that we can get to the end of the day to really influencing and affecting people and changing people's lives. Um, because, I mean, the fact is, is that no matter what you do, you have that stuff that you do on a weekly basis, on a daily basis that, that you don't necessarily want to do, but it's a necessary evil. And so the better we can organize that stuff and the better we can organize the people stuff, the more impact we can have on those people. So that's really where it came from. You know, just an idea of, hey, I want to be most efficient with my time. And I want to make the most impact with people and I only have that limited time. So how can I, how can I best organize and how can I best produce to maximize on that? Well, and you've divided this book up into, into several sections, you know, the idea of here's, here's 
where I was and here's where I, you know, where I found myself. Then to the tools, which we'll get to, and the Patreon uh, supporters are going to hear the tools or the specific tools and apps that you use because cool. uh, I think that that's something that uh, that everyone wants to get a, a sense of. And if you're a Patreon supporter, then yes, you're going to hear that. If you're not, then well, you know, I mean, uh, at the end of the show, obviously, I'll, I'll sh- share with you how you can do that. But I want to talk a bit about the workflow. You've got this productivity SOP that you talk about. So can you dive into that a little bit with our listeners to kind of say, hey, here's here's the um, kind of the process that I undertake when I want to, you know, get more of those right things done. Sure. I mean, you know, not don't want to go too in depth. You got to you got to read the book, man. (laughs) (laughs) No, so give them the elevator pitch. Absolutely. I'm certainly certainly not here just to sell books. Um, (laughs) It's really I mean, it's it's, it's nothing revolutionizing. Um, I think for for us that that love productivity and a lot of your a lot of your listeners are, are just productivity junkies, which, which is, which is myself. Um, we've kind of, we kind of, we kind of know that process a little bit. It's, it's centered kind of around that GTD idea, um, which I hear you just left by mm-hmm. the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, uh, and so, you know, it's just kind of a productivity SOP, SOP. Um, the, the, the S is start. Um, really when we're organizing anything our project, a big project, a small project, a family project, we have to, we have to start. And so the start is the, the initial creation of the, of the, um, of the project and the dumping of the task into that. And so what I encourage people to do is when you open up a new project, just dump every thought you can think of, um, everything that may, you may have to do during that project, at least that you know about up front and dump it in there. Um, and start also includes those inbox tasks, those things that you're just thinking of as you go throughout the day, you're laying in bed at night. Um, just start. That's, that's the first, that's the first part of productivity is just starting. I think there's so many people out there that are so overwhelmed with, with what they have to do and with this productivity workflow conversation. I mean, it, it can sound really convoluted, but really just start, start by listing out those tasks and dump those somewhere where they're safe, where your mind doesn't have to continually run through that, that mind loop that we talk about a lot. And then the O is organize. Um, once you have your task in, in your inbox, once you've started your project, you've dumped all those tasks in there, then you can start to kind of drag them around and organize them. And one of the one of the tools, and I I know that we don't want to give all of them away right now, but one of the tools that I use is Todoist. I know mm-hmm. you've been a Todoist user in the past too, and um, you know it, what it, one of the great things about Todoist is it allows you to drag tasks, and so you can just click on you can kind of organize them um, as long as you don't have um, any kind of urgency listed with them, but you can organize them however you want to. And um, so the organize is what do I have to get for done first? What do I have to do second? What do I have to do third? What can I what can I give away? What can I what can I give to somebody else? You know that sort of thing. And then the P is produce, get it done. Um, one of the things that I my mind I guess gets overwhelmed with sometimes when I start a new project, and I do a lot of different little things, um, is. When I look at this new project that I have to do, for me, it can be an event, it can be a staff retreat, you know, whatever it may be. I look at this project and I'm just overwhelmed with the amount of stuff that I have to do, even if I've done it before. And so that productivity SOP really helps with that because I can, once I begin to list those steps out individually, I may not be able to organize an entire staff retreat today. But what I can do is I can make a call and, 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 and get prices for hotels. What I can do today is I can make a call and make dinner reservations. And so once I begin to check those tasks off, um, then the project's not quite so overwhelming. And so for me as, as a pastor, um, one of the things that people in my, my kind of um, field, I think a lot of times we're so people-focused that we completely miss getting things done. And so a big project like that seems so overwhelming. But really it's just about starting. It's about organizing. It's about producing. Now, one of the things I do want to touch on in terms of tools is you do mention Evernote in the book. Now, you, now one of the things that, that I found at your blog, and I'll put the link in the show notes, of course, is the idea that 
and you and I share this, is that Evernote is not ideal for task management. Now, I've talked about why I don't believe it is in, in, in a manner of speaking. What's your thoughts on it? Because I think Evernote in the right in the right use cases is an incredibly invaluable tool, but in the wrong use cases, it can become a real uh, detriment to your productivity. Yeah. Um, you know, the thing that, the thing that I do not like, um, about Evernote is, is partly it's, it's the time that it takes for me to put a task into it. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, that's one of the things I love about, I'm an iOS user. Um, and so that's one of the things I love about the new, the new widgets is that I can just simply hit my phone, scroll down and I can click and be into doist in a heartbeat. And so if I'm in Evernote, I've got to find the right notebook. I've got a, even if I'm kind of that limited notebook idea, which I'm not, I use a lot of different notebooks, probably need to get that fixed. But, uh, but I still, I have to search for the right notebook. I have to enter, I have to enter enough to get below the, the last task that I did. So it'll be in order. And then, I mean, there's just not a lot of flexibility there. And so to me, by the time I have to do all that, I've number one, I've could have, probably done the task. Um, but also, I mean, I've just kind of lost, um, lost the, 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 the enthusiasm and can sometimes even lose that, um, that task that was in my head. Well, and the structure, it isn't, it's not ideal. The structure exactly. isn't there. I mean, yeah. I know it, it, I mean, you and I could probably look at it and say, okay, well, reminders, there's that, there's this, we know that to do is links up to Evernote now, you know, there's some components which, there. It's just not going well, apparently. No, um, it's not as, it's not as, um, seamless as they would like. Uh, but I think that that's goes, goes to show. And, and I think this is something you allude to in your, in your book, um, is that, you know, you're the driver. Like you can't, I, I like automation to a point, but when you rely too heavily on it, then it will collapse. You need to be the one that drives it. You need to be, like you said, you need to be the leader. You need to be the one that says, okay, you know what? If I want to store stuff in Evernote, I'm just going to, you know, like, like for example, right now I'm working, uh, as we recorded this, I'm working on a small product as part of the Gumroad small product labs kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, I have a task in there called make measured progress on this. It's, I mean, it's not even a very specific task. It's just work on product uh, every day. And in there, I have in the comments section, I have the links to the, Ever, to the Evernote notebook. Right. Yeah. That, that, but I manually copy and pasted those. Like that's what you have to do. And I think that when you do that, at least you know that you could. And I think this is related back to all productivity practice. If you know that that's been taken care of, then you can take care of the things that matter as opposed to worrying about whether something's going to break or not, right? Right. And I think I think a lot of times us as kind of uh, productivity people, if mm-hmm. you consider yourself one of those, sometimes we get so caught up in um, structuring ourselves and creating the, the, the most – the most automatic workflow and that sort of stuff that sometimes that almost becomes the detriment to us actually getting stuff done and us actually, um, us actually being productive. Um, you know, you've heard of the people that change task lists and change task productivity systems so often that all they're ever doing, they're spending their time dumping new tasks into a new system. But I think all of us can get that way to some extent because we see a new app, we see something new and we're like, Oh, I want to take advantage of that. Oh, this integrates with this. Now I want to figure out, figure that out. Cause to be honest with you, <laughs> when to do is first announced the Evernote integration, my first thought was, okay, I, I have to create all of these notebooks so that so I can do this, so that I can make this work. And what I what I found myself doing was convoluting my system that I already had that was pretty productive. Now, if there's something that, that is going to make it a lot better, I'd say go for it. But but I just I found myself having to stretch too far to make that work, and uh, and that's just not a good thing. Yeah, you need to really look at the integrations and kind of figure out okay, how will this how will this affect the overall structure? I mean, I mean, for example, I'm started to use IFTTT 
for a few things and same with Zapier. Yes. So I've started to use some automation, but it needs to be done in a specific way. Like, you know, so if we have a sale, there's a Stripe, uh, Stripe can talk to IFTT, which then sends it to uh, a Google Doc or something like that. Right. Like that's helpful for my wife because my wife says, oh, we just, you know, something just came in and now it's in the spreadsheet. So when bookkeeping comes down to it, it's all there. So, I mean, there are definitely some bonuses to automating certain things, especially, sure. especially when it comes to email, especially. And, and I want to talk a little bit about email in a second because it keeps you out of email. But I think that ultimately, and I've talked about this before, and, and I, the, you want to focus on the approach, not the app, because the apps come and go. They change. Uh, you know, they get yeah. acquired, all that stuff. So, I mean, who knows? Todoist down the line could get acquired by somebody. You know, I mean, sure. Wonderless got acquired by Microsoft. Uh, who's to say Todoist won't get acquired by Google or something like that? Would so, not be surprised at all. Would not be surprised. So, let's actually, let's talk a little bit. There's a couple things I want to touch on um, because I, I don't want to, obviously, I want people to buy the book. So I want, but what I want to do is I've been looking at your blog. I've struggled with fitness, even, even though, and I've tried and I keep trying several different ways. And, and actually, as we're recording this, it's in mid June as we're recording this. And I'm, you know, two weeks away from hitting my 41st birthday. Uh, and, and I'm, I need to get back into that, that workout routine thing. And you've got a post about the T25 workouts uh-huh. that I have T25. I like the idea of T25 and I've written about this. Because of the Pomodoro technique. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> so, so why, what have you learned? Like, obviously the blog post is there, but how, how have you been able to maintain, with all the stuff you've got going on, I mean, you're, 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 how are you able to maintain that fitness routine? Because that's something that I still struggle with to this day. Uh, well, I, that, 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 that post is, is, is a little, is a little old. Um, and so I've actually completed T25 now. Uh, I actually <laughs> use another app for working out now. I'll just kind of throw that out. Which, which one? It's called FitStar. And, um, what it does is it, it it's, it's a T25. It's kind of like that, but it's, but it's an app and it kind of adjusts. It asks you after every exercise, you know, was this too hard? Was this too easy? Was this just right? And how, how much of it was you actually able to complete? And what it does is that it kind of has an algorithm where it oh. is slowly moves you forward. And so, you know, what the, my workout used to take 20 minutes takes 27 minutes now or something like that because it's, it's adjusting to me. Um, but, uh, but to, to answer your question, I mean, I, I calendar that. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and so, um, you know, I calendar that every day and my time is actually four o'clock and so four o'clock local time. And so I do, I calendar that. And what I like is I, I, I can only spend about 30 minutes working out. And so I calendar it every day from four to four thirty. Um, and that, um, I actually do have an if this, then that recipe that anything I put on my calendar automatically gets put into my inbox in Todoist. Um, and so it actually, it, it sits on my calendar and in Todoist. Um, and so I, I'm just one of those people where, um, I, I'm not blessed with incredible metabolism, and so, yeah. um, and so I have to do it. Number one, but I also, was. I'm 41 now. It doesn't quite. It, it doesn't hold up over time. That's, that, that's what they say. That, that's what they say. I, I, unfortunately, I'll never get to experience that change. But uh, but anyway, and so you know, it, it's one of those things where it's just you know, it's first off, it's personal personal discipline. Um, but also, I mean, I, I do. I calendar it and I um, and I check it off every day too. And there's there's something I talk about this actually in that Evernote post. Mm-hmm. Um, Evernote task. There's there's something there's something good about checking off a task. I don't care how many times you've done it. I don't care how easy it was, 
or how hard it was. There's something there's something good about checking that task off. So I hate to see, um, and I actually have that as a as a priority two task in Todoist. But I hate to see those those sitting there, especially those higher priority kind of tasks. So well, well you got that IFTT recipe. So I want you to make sure you share that with me in the show notes, so that way others can grab it. Because that's you're right. I mean, I love putting things in the calendar that need to be done. But if I see it in both places, that could be the trigger. Do you know what I mean? I haven't tried both. I'm honestly done. Like it's in my task list, and then it just stays there. If it doesn't, but then then ultimately the calendars where important stuff should wind up. Yeah, and I'm 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 a I'm a big advocate for um for anything with a specific time limit being being on your calendar and not in your to do to do right. list. But there's something I, for, for for working out especially, and and that's really the only one that I have like that that I keep in there like that. Mm-hmm. Um, um, that um, there's there's something about there's something about seeing that now now the if this then that recipe that dumps calendar events into Todoist it actually it actually helps too because um, I can see uh, at the beginning of the day my appointments for the day whereas I don't necessarily check my calendar every morning but I can at least see those um, and so those well, and, and those really and those people who are struggling moving from the calendar to Todoist or to you know what I mean like because a lot of people. Or checking email first thing in the morning, it, it, it can f- further reinforce them to open up to do his first thing and see stuff there. So that's that's why. So I'd love to get that recipe. We'll share that with people in the show notes. Now um, we're gonna we're gonna shift gears now. And uh, for those who are listening to the Patreon edition, you're going to get the app stuff. And for those that aren't, just stick. We're gonna just jump into something else. So let's shift back to what's the feedback been on the book so far? Like you've obviously you've 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 had the book out for when did the book come out? Uh, the book came out at the beginning of last month, and, it, and they, uh, the, so beginning of May, right? Right, right. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, we're recording this in June, so yeah, um, yeah. It came out at the beginning of May, and, and the feedback's been really good. I mean, I've had you know several people um, you know send emails that sort of thing, um, and and I'm one of those. I I, I probably open myself up too much, but I kind of have let you know everybody have access or whatever. But I, I, I've gotten a lot of emails, a lot of. Um, Twitter direct message that's that sort of stuff of, of a lot of people that that you know have said you know I've been waiting for something like this and, and that sort of stuff. Um, so I mean that that, that that's the most rewarding part. I mean uh, you know I, I'm certainly not gonna not gonna get rich off of an ebook or anything like that. And so that's that's not the goal. Um, but but it's it's been it's been good and it's something that uh, it's something I'm proud of. I mean it's it's not that um, it's it's not a you know, full-fledged how to start with zero and end up a productivity genius. That's certainly not it. It's it's more of a field guide kind of thing where um, I, wanted, I wanted it to be practical. I wanted it to be simple um, for that person that um, isn't organized at all at this point and that person that is but is looking to sharpen it some, um, not overwhelm themselves with new apps, but to kind of sharpen and hone in on the productivity workflow. So so that that was really the goal. And uh, I've, been, I've been really pleased, been really pleased with the feedback. Well, I mean, one of the things you talk about in the book, you know, when you're talking about the reality of the situation, you say, you know, it's easy to dismiss productivity methods and ideas and sacrifice them on the altar of being too busy to get organized. But it really is important. And and I can't stress enough. I mean, that that's true. Most people are so busy doing that they're not busy doing the right thing. So they're not busy putting themselves in a position to do those things better. So I, I, I hope that – and you've also – with the book, the great thing is is that you have a bunch of stuff that you're offering. I'll put that in the, in the show notes. But, I mean, you just don't get the handbook. You'll get like some worksheets if you want, a group call, all that stuff. Yeah, the um, the worksheet, the, the, the daily um – SOP, which, which we talked about a little earlier, the the daily worksheet is, is actually one of those people. If you're still um, an analog kind of person that loves to write stuff down and loves to cross stuff off and and that sort of stuff, um, those are, are, are would 
that would be really valuable for you. That may actually be worth um, worth the cost of the entire package. Um, something that you can reuse over and over every day. Print off as many as you want. It has a place for you to write the date and to kind of start from scratch. And so anyway, so, so that's 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 a pretty valuable tool. Something that uh, something I'm I'm excited about because that was one of the questions I got. And I'm sure you get that too. Um, you know. I'll, I, when it comes to productivity, we talk so much about software, software, mm-hmm. software, app, app, app. Well, what about me? I want to, you know, I want to do this manually. And so, you know, what can I do and how can I organize it? And, uh, and this, this really makes some steps towards that and really helps. And uh, actually, it's, it's interesting. It's one of the big things that came up during my workshop was paper. Paper always comes up because, and paper, I think, is, is, is very valuable in a lot of cases. I was reading an article in Time Magazine, and I'll, I'll, uh, I'll put it in the, uh, and I think there was actually one from in the New Yorker where they talk about how um, moleskins are, are the darlings of the startup world, and Time talks about why paper, why you should write it down, and all that stuff. So, I mean, there are definitely valid points to sticking with paper. Yes, definitely, and, and especially for capturing, like especially for those moments where it's just like I don't want to, um, I don't want to be. I don't want to look like I'm tweeting and so entering something into drafts, even though drafts is a great tool to capture stuff. Sometimes it's great just to pull out a, a barren fig notebook or something like that and, and say, hey, you know what? I'm going to write this down, and that way it shows it's important. Yeah, my, my problem is I, I never can remember where I wrote it down. <laughs> and so I, if, if, I don't have that, if I don't have that one spot for it, then I can yeah, and, and again, I get it out of my head. But that, that's, I mean, that, that's, that's a personal thing. Personal. Yeah. We have to find our own system, and that's one of the things I caution about too. Is you know, don't take this system necessarily. You don't. Have, you can kind of eat the fish, leave the bones, kind of thing. You know, you don't. Don't try to take somebody else's way of doing things and and, and make it fit into you. You gotta. You got. You got to be productive the way you think and the way you are. The key is just to be productive and get it done and and, and impact people. And on that note, let's wrap things up. So, Jonathan, where can people find the book and you on the World Wide Web? You can on the interwebs. <laughs> you can find me at I'm at jonathanpearson.net, um, and the book is theproductivepastor.com. Theproductivepastor.com. Awesome. And on Twitter, you've got a Twitter handle. I'm just at Jonathan Pearson. I was an early adopter and got the name. So awesome, awesome. All right. Well, thanks so much for joining me. Everyone, go out and pick up this book. I mean, uh, like you said, alone for let's six bucks for the handbook, and you get the and in the toolbox, you get the worksheets, uh, screencast video, all that stuff for forty, which I think is a great deal because the group call, the screencast. I mean, that's. I mean, the thing I, I like about what you're putting here too is that your your pricing is is aligned with the way I think, which is helping people. You know, what yeah, I mean? you know, yeah, and, you know, if if you give stuff away, people think it's it's crap. If you you know, so you have to, you know, you have to have to have to charge some. Certainly, you yeah. know, spend all the time and effort on that. But I didn't. I, I certainly didn't want to put it out of reach of people of people either. There, you, there you go. So check it out, Jonathan. Thanks so much for joining me this week on the show. Absolutely. Thanks, everybody. And that wraps it up. So you can head over to Jonathan's website. It's jonathanpearson.net or go to churchmag.press slash productive hyphen pastor. Of course, these links are in the show notes. And you can pick up Jonathan's book, The Productive Pastor Handbook, which uh, has not, not just the book, but there's also several tiers that we talked about during the show. That's it for this week. I want to thank you all for your support. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave me a rating and a review in iTunes or your podcast aggregator of choice because it helps people find the show. And also, uh, if you are interested in helping out the show monetarily, head over to patreon.com slash productivityist. There are several perks involved for those who contribute to the show uh, in that regard, uh, including 
a bunch of things uh, regarding, uh, you know, like the new Night Owl action plan that I've just created. You'll get that if you contribute at the $5 level or above. And if you are uh, contributing at the highest level, then you'll get 20 minutes with me of productivity coaching. So there's lots of reasons to look at that as well. But until next week, uh, and as we're recording this, I am getting ready to celebrate my birthday. And then after that, head off to the World Domination Summit. And that's what we're going to have in the next episode. We're going to have uh, a lot of stuff directly from the World Domination Summit. So I'm really excited about that. Uh, so, uh, again, thanks so much for taking the time to uh, have me as part of your day. And we will take. Edit point there. And we will speak to each and every one of you and a few more next week. Until then, keep moving things forward.